Hey guys, what is up? Welcome back to our podcast. I am Cecilia Moyer. And I'm Mariah Jones. And today, we will be talking about the degradation <laughs> of the modern woman. Yes. So yeah, feminism is a topic that yeah. being both of us female that we are very passionate about (laughs) and uh so yeah we hope to exude that passion into our listeners this This is the the straight and narrow all right so we are going to do as we said in a moment here and start talking about um, the degradation of the modern woman. <laughs> um, but first, I think we would both like to address uh, a topic that has been weighing on all of our hearts and minds mm. in the past few months. Be you Republican or Democrat, I know you have thought about it. Or even Libertarian. Libertarians yeah. have certainly thought about this. <laughs> no, I'm not a Libertarian. Everyone so has. Yes, yes. Um, um, yes. But that, of course, would be the inauguration. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so what happened? What what went wrong? <laughs> what, what went? Um. So do I think it happened? Yes. Do I think it should have happened? No. No. Do I think Trump won the election? Yes. Is Biden my president? <laughs> Be careful! <No. laughs> you're walking on you're walking on shaky ground. <laughs> Anyway, what is... You might, uh, you, you gotta be careful. You might have, like, a dark gray BMW soon come and, like, circle your house yeah. at night, you know? Gosh. Yeah, it's, uh, come come for your, your family, your children. My children? <laughs> your, your, your... Never mind. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, so I, I agree. I think um, the election was stolen. Uh, I've yeah. heard um, different uh, political commentators talk about this. Uh, some of them agree with me. Some of them don't. Um, ben Shapiro... <laughs> I, I actually actually I can't say that I that Ben Shapiro doesn't agree with that because I haven't listened I haven't actually listened to Ben Shapiro in a long time but from what I know from mm-hmm. listening to him while my mom is driving yeah. <laughs> um, he 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 is not in favor of the idea that the the election was stolen and you know normally I I'm very I I, I can be quick to assume that things are. Uh, of the conspiracy theorist nature, as you might, of the of the QAnon type of <laughs> belief. Uh, but this, I, I actually do believe that the election was stolen. You, you have physical evidence. Now, I will say it's kind of sketchy that the Republicans were not able to present any, <clears throat> um, real, I guess I can say any, really yeah. not any hard evidence yeah. in court that it happened. But I do believe it happened because you have people... Uh, I, I think Steven Crowder, mm-hmm. Steven Crowder said that something happened to him as well. Um, and so you have people who've come out and said, yes, sketchy things have happened to me uh, throughout this election. Now, is everyone going to come out and say something? No, of course not, because not everyone mm-hmm. thinks that, you know, that nothing, you know, not everyone thinks that it's wrong. But yeah, um, yeah I definitely think the election was stolen mm-hmm. now, as to whether Biden is my president or not uh i I don't think I would admit that he is my president in a matter of the heart, but as a citizen of this country, I would have to say that he is the forty fifth president sixth forty sixth right the forty sixth president of the United States <laughs> I'm losing it it's been it's been such a long day, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, this, this, the election in general, but specifically the inauguration leading up to it, has exposed the 
a lot of hypocrisy, not only in the Democratic Party, but also in the Republican Party. Yes, yeah. Men that I trusted, even specifically Mm -hmm. in my, like, local level and, like, just my state level, men that I respected and trusted and who I thought would stand for the principles um, that they said they would, have really let me down. And to be honest, I'm disappointed with a lot of them. Yeah. Um, There are a bunch of rhinos. Yeah. Definitely. Butts out of. Yep. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not gonna do their job. Yeah. Anyway. I think just the re- the biggest thing that's resonated with me has been the Capitol riots. Um, now I don't want to say too much about this. Uh, but um, you know, I well, I I guess I don't want to talk too much about this because I could I could go on for hours about this. <laughs> Couldn't we all? Yes. Yeah. Um, but. You know, the Capitol riots, they happened. Mm-hmm. Do I think that storming and rioting the Capitol was right? Not necessarily. Now, in the moment, I was absolutely horrified. But as we started to come out of that and we saw what the media was doing to kind of mm-hmm. distort this image of Republicans into domestic terrorists, mm-hmm. I mean, that it's, it's absolutely... Appalling. It's appalling mm-hmm. what happened at the Capitol, I think. Yeah. Uh, that was meant to be a peaceful protest. And I, I do think that Antifa was there at the head of it. Yeah. I think Antifa, you know, when you're at a, I've been to Trump rallies before, not this specific Trump rally, but when you're at Trump rallies, the, the spirit is so overwhelming because you're, you're around so many people who believe the same thing yeah. as you do. And that, that's so just unusual because, you know, you're in public and mm-hmm. you, I guess you just naturally assume that right. the average passerby yeah. is, is of the democratic nature. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess all Americans are of the democratic nature in a, in a sense, in a sense, yeah. but you know, political yeah. sense. Um, yeah, it's like at a Trump rally because I've been to Trump rallies as well. Yeah, and I just feel like when I go there, like they're like my best friends. Like mm-hmm. I've never yeah, met them yeah. before, but I feel like we just like know each other. Yeah, so, I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but I just feel like, and everyone is like kind. And when I saw in the news the things that were happening, you know, at the Capitol, I was like, that can't be who I've seen before. Yeah, yeah. at past, um, like rallies and stuff. Does that mean that um, I agree with like they, what they did, everything that they didn't know? Um, yeah. Kind of like what Cecilia said, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think I said before, like before everything, like before the CNN just lost its ever loving <laughs> mind, um, before Anderson Cooper like wet himself in front of the nation, like talking about this. He didn't do that. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not sorry, um, but, <laughs> but um, before everything that happened, I would have said that if we accepted the Capitol riots, um, it would be the same thing as accepting. Well, I guess if we, if we kind of like said that the Capitol riots were right and that the the hearts of the people that went into the cap that stormed the Capitol were in a right place, we would also be uh, validating the actions of the Black Lives Matter rioters. Um, now, I will say that that really hasn't changed for me. Um, I think we should keep a level head about what's going on. Uh, but just some some things that I've heard have been so over the top. I mm-hmm. heard a story the other day. This man, he didn't even go into the Capitol. He was just on the green, or well, like in the in the mall when it happened. And 
I, I I'm not exactly sure how it happened, but he he was he was on the mall, and somebody found out, and now he's been labeled as a domestic terrorist, mm-hmm. and he I mean, I think he can still fly, but I mean that's like he can't really. Mm-hmm. He can't really go into an airport without being, you know, hammered with questions because he's been labeled as a domestic terrorist. Mm -hmm. For so long, we as Republicans have been sheep to the Democratic Party. Yes. Yeah. And we do stand up for ourselves, but um, not like we should. Yeah. And we don't necessarily stand up always for what we believe in. But, I mean, I think you would agree with me, like, enough is enough, Mm -hmm. in a sense. And, I mean, we're here sharing our voices. Yeah. And... That's one thing that the Republican Party needs to continue to do is to share their heart. And like like we were saying, like yeah. how that guy wasn't even involved mm-hmm. in the rioting itself, but he's now labeled as a terrorist. That is not right. Yeah. Because he, um, by law, didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. From what I know. Yeah. Um, so we need to like present and say that, that that's not right and mm-hmm. stand for other people, not just our own rights, but other people's rights as well. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. I feel better now that I, now that I got that one on my right. chest because the, this has been sitting. We we literally, I, we planned it so that we would get back and immediately have Mr. Buckwalter on the podcast. I think that was something, I was yeah. really excited about yeah. that. Um, I think that turned out really well uh, from what I heard. Everybody really seemed to enjoy it. <laughs> I don't know. My mom is, <laughs> that, that feels so basic saying that my mom, you know, my mom was is is a is a big listener of this podcast, but she is, uh, and she she said she enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> but we we planned on having him on, yeah. uh, so it was kind of like this battle between do we talk about what ha- what just happened, right, yeah. or do we have him on? And I think I think we made the right decision. I completely yes. agree. All right, on to the matter at hand. We took <laughs> nine minutes to talk about that. I my apologies, <laughs> but um, the degradation of the modern woman. So the yeah. modern woman today. I think is a different symbol for everybody. Uh, you have mainly the main face of the modern mm-hmm. woman is feminism. Most women are looked at as feminists. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so, yeah, yeah. I know what my thoughts are on that. I don't know yeah. if you want to add anything I mean, to that. I, yeah, I agree. Like, just like you look up when like the feminist movement, yeah, like when it like really came out mm-hmm. um, in like the late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds, like that time period specifically. And that that feminist movement is mm. so different than what we have today, yeah. Um, in our culture, which is like really sad, yeah. Because the modern, or sorry, the older like the older feminist movement is something that I completely agreed with. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you would. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, like women's rights yeah. when it came to the vote. Like absolutely, women right. should be allowed to vote. I mean, women were at home taking care of their husbands' houses, and their husbands would come home, and you know, make me a sandwich, and, you know, the, the, your typical, like, 60s sexism, yeah. and then, uh, women, well, I mean, I guess women were allowed to vote before the 60s, but then women, you know, they mm-hmm. were allowed to vote, and it, it, I think just, I don't know where I'm going with this, the whole, the circumstances leading up to it were less than ideal. They were mm-hmm. circumstances that today I would label as sexist because they were sexist. I mean, yeah. you have uh, things today like uh, Jennifer Lawrence demanding, um, you know, that she she get paid. She gets paid more than her than her what ten million a year. I don't actually know how much Jennifer Lawrence makes, um, mm-hmm. but a few years ago we actually read the article before 
<laughs> before we came on, but uh, actually, no, it was last year, uh, right before yeah. we went into quarantine, I was actually, I was interning with our English teacher at the time, and she let me write an editorial for the paper, and I decided to write on feminism, because it was something that had been weighing on my heart mm-hmm. for a while, because it's just... You know, it's it's so problematic. Like, the face of feminism is mm-hmm. so kind of inviting. Like, you, you know, you look at feminism and you think, oh, that's so great, like, equal rights for women. But when you really, when you really look at our society under a microscope, you realize that women really do have equal rights. And it's mm-hmm. very rare that women don't. Yeah. When they don't, should they not speak out? No, no, of course they should yeah. speak out. Um, like, you know, the, the, the little things, like, like catcalling, you speak out against that, all right? I'm not, I'm not saying that that doesn't happen. I'm not saying that that is not a problem in our culture today. Mm-hmm. Um, now I think this leads back to what we were talking about, like, last week and, or no, two weeks ago, yeah. and, yeah. you know, before we went on yeah. Christmas break, um, you know, this, this does start with men. Um, but there also needs to be something in women that we want to put aside. Yeah, to. yeah. Um, we so easily expect so much from a man. Yeah. Um, so, like like you were saying, like if we expect a man not to do that, then we ourselves should yes. not do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I had a thought, but I just. Yeah, no, no, I guess. Um, yeah. Um, no, but just like. Like, to be, like, a feminist today, Mm -hmm. I feel like as if I have to lose a lot of my values, in a sense. Um, Like, when we look at statistics where people are like, oh, you see, men make so much more money than a woman. We need to look further back. Um, Typically, women choose lower-paying jobs. Yeah. And that's not a man's fault. Yeah. And that's nobody's fault, but it's your own fault. Not that you're paid at a certain price. But, like, because of the job that you chose. You know, typically women choose to be, like, a teacher. Mm-hmm. Or a man might be, like, a um, an architect or something. Where they mm-hmm. make more than a woman would in that position. And I yeah. think we need to look at things like that. And, like, you know, men typically spend more years in school to get, um, high, to get more, like, degrees and stuff. So that they can have higher paying jobs. Mm-hmm. And I think that we need, when we take... When we look at these statistics of where, like, women supposedly make less than men, we also have to look at the background. Yeah. And why. Yeah. The whys behind it. And, um, like, back then, that was not the case. I mean, there were clear, there was clear that there was a lot of sexism happening where a woman could not divorce her husband, mm-hmm. where she could not own property and vote and have all these different rights that women have today. Um, so, yeah, I just think that's important. We need to kind of keep that in perspective yeah. too, um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, no one of one of the arguments that I hate the most about this whole feminist movement is that well I I'm at I'm you know I'm at a company uh, for the sake of argument let's use a law firm I'm at a law firm I am working as a lawyer actually maybe that's not the best example no I'm working at an, an insurance company and uh this man and i are doing the exact same job we've been on for the same amount of time um 
he is making more than me. Um, and I know that, um, you know, because, yeah, yeah. you just, you you know that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I would, I, I, I really hate that argument because Mm -hmm. first there, there are one of, actually you can, you can do all these things. First of all, look at your work. Mm -hmm. All right. Is your work equal to his? You say, yes, yes, of course my work is equal to his. I'm a woman, of course I do the same way. No. No, like, take a step back, self-reflect, and actually think, am I doing, you know, a good job? Because if you're if you're at work and you're slacking off, I actually knew someone at work, well, not at work, at my dad's office when I was little. He His name was Mr. Brian. Uh, Mr. Brian was uh, an African-American man. Um, he was, he was very, very nice to me. Um, well, when I remember meeting him, he was very nice to me. Uh, but I remember one day I was standing outside of my dad's office and I saw him playing Candy Crush on his, on his computer. And, you know, I mean, that's fine. Sometimes you gotta, you gotta take a break. But I was watching this and it went on for quite some time. Um... And so I, I finally said something to my dad about it. He was like, I, I actually don't remember what he did. He was probably like, oh, that's not good. And I got like really excited about it. Like, I'm going to see something go down. Like, I'm like, <laughs> you know, um, but I don't, I don't actually think my dad said anything about it to administration, but somebody found out and he, uh, Mr. Brian got moved down uh, to the lower offices, I think in, in a different town. And, um, my dad knew that because I think I'm pretty sure my dad is on like he or he was at that point on payroll um, for the company, and so he knew that you know he kind of. But you, it, there's situations like that. You, um, and again, Mr. Bryant was not taken out of that position for his race. He was taken out of his position mm-hmm. because he was not doing his job. Mm-hmm. All right, the two two very different things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh. But it's the same thing for a woman. Are you, are you doing are you doing the best that you can? Mm-hmm. And if you're doing the best that you can, is there more that you can do? Mm-hmm. And if you're already doing the most that you can do, then the second thing you're going to need to do is go talk to your administration. Go talk to your you know, I would I would say overseer, but your manager, yeah. I guess. <clears throat> go say you know I know um, I know Tim is making more money. Than I am, and look, that that bothers me. What what can I do to fix this? Mm-hmm. Don't immediately assume that you're getting paid less because you're a woman. Now there there's a story, and I think I've told this on this podcast before, of an African American man, famous uh, political podcaster. I don't actually remember his name, and I feel I feel like the last time I told this on this podcast, I didn't remember his name then either. <laughs> but he. Um, he was working at, at a company and he, you know, he, he started working at the same time as this white man and this white man kept getting promotions and he was making more than him, obviously. And so then he, uh, you know, he knew that he was, I guess he took the first step, made sure that he was, he was doing the best that he could and he was doing the most that he could. And he went to his boss and he said, Hey, 
um, is there a problem with the work that I'm putting in? Because I see that um, my friend over here, we've been working for the same time. Um, we've been working for the same amount of time and I'm not, I'm not getting as far ahead as he is. Mm-hmm. And his boss said to him, uh, that man has his master's. So what did he do? He went and he got his master's. Mm-hmm. All right. And if that's the situation, then you go and get your master's. Mm-hmm. All right. And if, if you go to your boss and the situation really is that they're being sexist and it's because you're a woman that you're not getting paid enough, then the third option is to go buy a ticket on the next bus ride out of town. Mm-hmm. Because look, mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman said it, there's always a bus running. Look, because yep. <laughs> this is America, all right? Mm-hmm. You, you can look at this as a communist country or you can look at it as a place of opportunity. Yep. And if, if, I mean, I guess, yeah, but. Yeah. Yeah. Just, and so like, I feel like the feminist movement, um, so I'm kind of like going. No, off, no, no. But I feel like there was like three different like phases that it yes. kind of went yeah. through. I feel like the first phase, phase um, which was like, you know. One of the first phases. Yeah, like Susan B. Anthony. Yeah, I feel like it was like, let me have the same rights as men. Let me mm-hmm. do um, these jobs as a man does. Let me um, have the same responsibilities. Let me be able to vote. Let me have, mm-hmm. like, let me have the same rights. Then I would say, like, the second feminism movement was kind of like this idea where we are men mm-hmm. in a yes. way. Well, the, the well, second wave. Oh, the third wave is kind yeah. of like we are men and we like hate men. Though. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. The, yeah. Well, what, no, no, no. The second wave, I think. Yeah, you you hit the nail on the head there. Yeah. The first wave was dead, like the Susan B. like the traditional feminism, like votes for women, Mary Poppins. Yeah. Um, oh, there's a song that Mrs. Banks sings in it. I can't think of the name right now, uh, but I love this. She's yeah. like in her blue dress with the with her I think boat. the yellow yeah. line and her belt. Votes for women. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah and yeah uh, but then I think the second wave of feminism was really like in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s uh, I saw I saw a play uh, a while ago it was oh most theater nerds would know what I'm talking about <laughs> oh how to succeed in business without really trying um, it was a play about um, the the typical business model I, I I it's been a while since I've seen it from what I remember, it was a play about the typical business model. Mm-hmm. And a big thing in that play was how the women got treated in the workplace. They did not get treated well. Mm-hmm. Um, because they were, you know... Yeah, they, they were sexualized a lot. And really, especially a lot in that play. And mm-hmm. a play like that today, or even just behavior like that today, would never... Mm-hmm. Like, you'd never get anywhere with that. But... Um, so, like, the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s were more, like, the... It, it was, like, the perfect blend between the first wave of feminism and the third wave of feminism. Yeah, it's... I don't know how to, like, describe it, but... Well, yeah, because yeah. there was so much, like, you know, sexual harassment in the workplace. And I think the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s were kind of when women kind of stood up against that. And mm-hmm. they said, hey, this this is not cool. This is not right. right yeah. Um... And so I think, like, in today's society, we have, our, our culture has created an environment that makes it possible for a mm-hmm. woman to go about her day without getting sexually harassed. Well, she, she might get sexually harassed, you right. know what I mean? But yeah. there will be consequences mm-hmm. for 
it, especially in the workplace yeah. for whoever was doing that. So yeah, and like I feel like for me personally, my yeah. like the part where the modern fem- feminism movement, like where it like where I don't agree with it, hmm. is the thought that men and women are like. I don't want to say equal because that sounds like I don't think they're equal. Yeah. But they are, but they also have been given these God-given gifts, which makes them so incredibly different, yeah. which makes them a perfect blend for each other, yes. in my opinion. Um, like, you know, man, we see, like, even from, like, a biblical standpoint, but just, like, throughout history, they're more, like, they usually, like, lead the family. They're the protector. They have, like, this more... Yeah, just like yeah. this more like protecting vibe to them, I guess. Yeah. Where the where the woman is more of like a nurturer and like she cares mm-hmm. and like has this like this she just nurtures like her children and stuff. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that women cannot be leaders and I'm not saying that men cannot be nurturers, but I'm just saying that we have been created in a way where we cannot like not help that in a yeah. sense. Yeah. And I feel that like the modern feminism movement has kind of degraded not only from the masculine standpoint that they cannot be leaders that they cannot be protectors but also from the feminism standpoint like if if I say like I just want to be a mom yeah someday I have felt like feminism's feminist women being like oh and quickly assume that yeah. it's because a man has told me that that's what yeah. I'm supposed to you do you succumb to the patriarchy exactly yeah. and that's not at all the case um and I think that's one thing that we have to realize as women too that men also have things to offer, too. Like, when a man opens a door for a woman, that's extremely offensive now. Yes. That yeah. should not be. And like, oh, I'm a woman. I actually can do it myself. Yes, you can do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are a woman. But there's something about a man opening a door is showing that he respects you yeah. for being a woman, and he cares about you. Yeah. He might not know you, but he respects you and cares about you enough that he's going to open his door for, yeah. for you. And I think that's something that's beautiful, that I feel like we as a culture have kind of come away from and, like, lost in a sense because of this, like, modern feminist movement. Maybe that's just my opinion. No, no, I totally agree with that. Um, I've seen so many things, you know, about the patriarchy, like Mm -hmm. uh, the the corset back in the Victorian times that was a symbol of the patriarchy. Um, Things like that. I mean, maybe the corset was a symbol of the patriarchy. Personally, I think that the most evidence of a patriarchy that you're going to get today mm-hmm. is um, the idea of dress code. And the mm-hmm. idea that if you have a tank top on, uh, that your shoulder, you have your shoulder showing, is, you know, going to make a boy, you know, mm-hmm. do bad things. Uh, yeah. That That is about as much of the patriarchy that I can somewhat agree with. Dress codes aren't my favorite thing, but I do think that in moderation they are useful, helpful. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I see, I, I think the, the biggest place you can see that, and I have to be careful saying this, but one of the biggest ways you can see this is in a lot of religions today. Mm. Um, like... Just for example, like, um, you know, the Jewish culture, um, you know, maybe not like, uh, I think like Hasidic Jews, I think, is that, is that where I'm trying to go? I think so. Yeah. 
there I feel like there's another there might yeah. there's definitely an orthodox orthodox juice yes I guess. the ones that wear the the yeah, wigs the and the the long jean skirts and and they just yeah covered yeah. and I feel oh and Muslims Muslims yeah. Muslims and Orthodox Jews mm-hmm. um those are the two really big ones uh, because you know the women are forced to cover up everything um their faces their I mean in the Muslim it it, yeah, it Muslim, is everything like yeah whoa yeah um I feel like in the the Orthodox there's a little more grace for that yes um I think. But yeah. Yes. The, Sorry. Continue. No, no, no. The I think the biggest way, like you can see, like the biggest way to tell if a religion is, I, I guess, patriarchal. The biggest way to tell that a religion is patriarchal, in a sense, is to like look at it and say, um, first of all, what are the women dressing like, and mm-hmm. second of all. Do the men, the men, the the uh, the male fashion like is that does that closely resemble mm-hmm. modern male fashion today, and yeah, I think yeah. that's that's kind of my and I feel like we're so quick to say like oh like a girl can wear just interesting clothes like where it yeah. just shows so much and we're like oh well moms and dads teach your sons not to sexualize women. Yeah. But I feel like we also, as women, we can't always just show off everything. Yes, exactly. Oh, we cannot sexualize men. If yes. If we know that they're tempted in that area, why are we, like, you know, like, why are yes. we, like, being like, hey. <laughs> yeah. But then they're like, oh, well, actually, they're sexualizing me. Well, you're also kind of sexualizing them as well, in yeah. a way. And I just think that we also have to, like, like, I don't want to make it sound like I'm like, oh, okay, it's fine if guys do that. It's not fine if the guys do it, but it's also not fine if the girls do that as well. Yeah. And you just have to find that balance where it's like, well, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 Uh, do you have anything else to add to that? Yeah, yeah sorry. I'm like... Yeah, so... Yeah. In my modern feminist... No. Way, no. Do I stand for what Susan B. Anthony stood for? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Like, that... Um, yeah, but yeah, I think Susan B. Anthony's definition of feminism is totally what today's like the modern definition of feminism should be. I think we should all strive to agree. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you enjoy enjoyed today's podcast. If you want to learn more about the Straight and Arrow, hop onto our Facebook page and Instagram at the Straight and Arrow Podcast and check us out. Yes, so, yeah. and tell your friends about us. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll see you next week. Yep. This This is is The Straight and Narrow. Narrow.